WBNE. Hello, and welcome to episode 55, all about the Tower of Sirith Uncle. Chapter 1, Book 6 of The Return of the King, being the 55th part of That's What I'm Talking About. My name is Mary Clay. If that's too complicated for you, just call me MC. And psych, it's Mary Clay from the future. Got you again. This is part two of the episode that I recorded with Tyler. Um, if you didn't listen to part one, go back and listen to that now. However, you also didn't miss a lot because we didn't cover much of the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was still a fun time. All right. On with part two of the fun times with me and Tyler where we occasionally talk about Lord of the Rings. So Sam takes out the very convenient vial of Galadriel that, thank the Lord, she at least had the the hindsight to give them this because it saved their butts 5,000 times over. Yeah, everything that came from the elves was like super powerful magic item. You are not worthy. They are like very lucky to have befriended the elves. Right. <laughs> they would be dead, very dead without them. He uses the vial of Galadriel to get past the watchers because they had some kind of like in this like force field that was keeping him out but as he crosses over it like sets off some kind of alarm and frodo is like was that you trying to do an alarm noise (laughs) yeah that was a little foley work for you oh okay you want to know a fun tiktok rabbit hole to go down is foley artists yeah i watched there is a foley artist that popped up on my for you page one time and like an hour later i emerged from his profile and was like (laughs) it was like oh my god who knew that you could make the sound of a knife stabbing someone's arm by beating a bag of rocks against a pillow who knew that's Foley not artists. actually how you that's, could do it. That's who knew. Foley artistry. I would. I want to go back in time to like twelve-year-old me and be like, forget all these. I didn't actually have any aspirations as a twelve-year-old. If you can, do you know what would that. happen? Do you know what would happen immediately after me going to twelve-year-old me and being like, hey, you, 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 listen, I'm, I'm you from the future. You want to be a Foley artist when you grow up? Just trust me. Like immediately after that conversation, I'd be like, yeah, I do. Nope, nope. I'm definitely not qualified for that. And then I would just continue to follow the standard path that was assigned to me. Because that was every conversation was like, oh, I really like soccer. You'll never be a professional soccer player. It's like the top 1% of the 1%. Do you know what you could probably do if you want to be a professional soccer player? There's like a gazillion teams. I I don't know about that because I definitely couldn't become a professional soccer player. Not, not 26. How old are you? 25 good lord 25 year old mary clay but like if you came up to nine-year-old mary clay no not even nine-year-old mary clay could have done it um i i had to play fall soccer because my asthma was so bad in the spring and my pollen allergies are terrible in the spring (laughs) so i had to i literally had i was like bubble boy as a child in the spring so I okay. couldn't play spring soccer, which was when the girls played it, basically. The only thing I was like kind of good at was being the goalie. Imagine that, because it didn't involve any of the running. You know what's crazy? I would have I would have guessed that about yeah, you. Yeah, I give off that vibe of the one person <laughs> on the team who doesn't run up and down the field, don't I? I definitely no, I, give I, off I was that always vibe. so impressed by goalies. I was always like, this is a magical set of skills the rest of uh, us just However, don't uh, one time at reassess, I uh, completely broke my finger while we were playing soccer and I was the goalie and it like smashed my finger to bits. And um, I 
this was during spring allergy season where my nose is constantly running and dry and terrible from sneezing and blowing my nose all the time. So I get a lot of nosebleeds. And so I started crying. And so then my nose started bleeding. And so my face was covered in blood and my finger was broken. And uh, I went to the nurse and the nurse's office was like packed with all these kids. And I walked in with like my face all bloody. And she thought I had gotten, she thought my nose was broken. And she like stopped that. She's like, okay, everyone out. (laughs) Okay. But he, okay. Flip side. Anyway. Maybe, maybe you weren't cut out to be a professional soccer player. Oh boy. What an astute observation. But if you come up to. Here's here's the thing that frustrates me and the the message that I want to send to my children is that you might not play in the professional sports league. You might not I mean like I, I if you want to be a professional athlete, I will support you 110% whatever I can do to make that happen. I didn't feel like I could work for the NFL or for a major league soccer team or the MLB or the NBA, which I felt like which I feel like now was such a misleading message of like if I grew up knowing that I wanted to be in like sports management, I could have just done that. And I, I didn't want to be an athlete or in sports management. That that has no appeal to me. But the message I'm trying to say is like, there are lots of jobs in these industries. And if you want to do them, and if you want to work for this company or do this job, you straight up can. You just have to apply. Okay, so I'm still going to go. All that being said, great points, Tyler. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> I can see um, your eyes being I'm like, how did he get here? going back in time to 12-year-old me and telling her, hey, you should you should be a Foley artist because that's really cool and fun. That's, and you just get neat. to throw crap around a room to discover what noises sound like. Yeah. Like, that sounds fun to me. I don't even know how we got to Foley artistry. TikTok? I don't know. I did a, I did a wee-woo sound. <laughs> Your wee woo Wee woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Why is it that like SpongeBob can never cease? It's so good. If you want to work at Nickelodeon Kids, you can. You you really Butch Hartman is like he's amazing and he's done so many good things. He's just a guy. You could be Butch Hartman. Okay. On with the episode. <laughs> he's okay. just a dude. Danny Phantom, great. Gonna catch him all because he's Danny Phantom. Gonna get him all because he's Danny Phantom. Okay. Keep drawing um, superheroes with weird powers. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. What was happening? Okay, so so Sam starts charging towards the tower, which is not Minas Morgul, contrary to popular belief, aka my belief, about an hour ago. So as he entered Mordor and he felt the weight of the ring more like pressing and he felt mm-hmm. like the temptation, he also felt like there was this like dark shadow and entity hanging over him. And he, so he's going up the stairs in the tower and an orc comes down and Sam is like ready. To, he's like, OK, I guess I'll have to fight this thing that's 20 times my size. And instead, the orc like runs away in fear. It saw a great silent shape cloaked in a gray shadow looming against the wavering light behind. In one hand, it held a sword, the very light of which was a bitter pain. The other was clutched at his breast, but held concealed some nameless menace of power and doom. So I guess that's what, like, that's this 
It's a shadow puppet. Great silent shit. Oh, I thought it was literally. Wait, is it literally just a shadow on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sees the light from Galadriel. Thing about the light from Galadriel is like is like casting a shadow against the wall. I thought this was a thing where Tolkien was tying back to this feeling of, I thought it was like the ring's power is so much stronger in Mordor that the orcs and other beings see this shadow that Sam felt on himself and this, like it, like it's a, a demon hanging over him. And like, that's what they saw because he has the ring. But apparently I can just go f- myself. No, I think I mean you you may be right, but no, my no. interpretation here was it's a shadow. No, that's correct. Because as I was reading it out a second time, you know what? We're gonna move on. So anyway, the orc <laughs> Okay. Moving runs on. away. We have a lot to cover. Um and Sam co- oh, I should mention, as Sam is making his way into the tower, he's coming across like a bloodbath. Like there's dead orcs, there's blood everywhere, like huge fight has erupted. And I was kind of low-key hoping that we were gonna get to the top of the stairs and you were just gonna see Frodo standing there, like covered in blood with like a tiny little sword. I was in his the hand. same way, yeah. I was like, yeah, Frodo goes savage. We're gonna come up here and Frodo's gonna have He's going to have had like a psychotic break and we find yeah. out that he's the one that killed all these orcs. Yeah, but no. No, very convenient for Sam. The orcs had a huge fight and killed each other. I believe this is pretty like standard affair for orcs though, right? Like this is how Merry and Pippin get away in Two Towers. Uh, Honestly, I don't remember, but sure. It is. that That's how they end up in the forest is there's civil on un- this war's hard enough without infighting. As a Hamilton reference. I'm aware. <laughs> um, TBH, I'm really over Hamilton. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I've been kind of over Hamilton since I saw it. Okay, um... Uh... That was... It was like a... It, it is weird how you see it and you're like, okay, cool. I've, like, finished the hobby. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. I was like, oh, cool. I did okay. it. It's it's over now. Yeah. <laughs> I was obsessed with this thing for so long. And Lin now... Manuel, have did I forget like where if I like tweeted about it or something. There was a legitimate TikTok someone made and it was the Hamilton quote unquote characters, because they're real life people in history. The Hamilton characters as Black Lives Matter protesters. And I get that like it was a fun trend. Hey there, it's Mary Clay from the future. I wanted to jump in and clarify real quick what I meant here. There was a bit on TikTok where people were doing videos of their favorite characters as different types of protesters. So like Harry Potter characters as protesters, Avatar the Last Airbender, you know, etc. So that's what I meant by this being a fun trend. I didn't mean that the Black Lives Matter movement is a fun trend or that protesting was a fun trend. These things are still happening. Nothing has really been solved. Despite media being quieter, things are still happening. Still be paying attention. Okay, that got um, a little more serious than I meant to. But yeah, still be paying attention to the news. And as always, Black Lives Matter. Okay, (laughs) moving onward. But like all of the people in Hamilton owned slaves. Ham didn't. They would have been... 
they would not have been in the Black Lives Matter protests. <laughs> is, Hamilton would have. Is the ridiculous thing about that. I really sincerely doubt that. I think we give Hamilton, like Alexander Hamilton, too much credit because of this dumb musical. For all the credit he gave us. And um, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Tyler. <laughs> Uh, listeners, if you want to hear Tyler talk about Hamilton no, and, not, we're not done. and not get shut down, mm-hmm. go listen to Sincerely Us tomorrow. Well, I'm recording it tomorrow. No, so. but is it? But I, this episode is coming out next Tuesday. Oh. So at the time that listeners are hearing this, I believe the episode that you're referring to with Annie and Becca will be out tomorrow. What up? It's Mary Clay from the future here to say that. Nope. Nope. We were both very wrong. Um, this episode of Sincerely Us... Uh, that we were referring to came out two weeks ago, not tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Tyler and I were both very wrong in the timeline of things. So go listen to that episode. And then also there are other episodes on Hamilton because they have been doing a lot of episodes on Hamilton. Okay, bye. But I mean, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I know nothing. I just show up. I make jokes and then I leave. <laughs> Same. I, I- I squeeze in as many Final Fantasy references as I can. I literally you know, put that on my family's um, like to-do list for our beach vacation. My sister divided it up among the households. I am my own household because I'm a I'm That single. seems unfair. And it was like a list of the things that you can bring. And I put my sense of humor. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. They were very impressed the other night when I like casually mentioned, I was like, yeah, I have like almost 5,000 followers on TikTok. And they were like, no, you don't. And I was like, I mean, it's 4,300 right now, but probably by the end of the week, it'll be 5,000. And then they watched all of my TikToks and they were like, you're funny. And I was like, thank you for validating me after all these years. I know. Oh, that's what I'm going to go back and tell 12 year old me. It's like, hey, 12-year-old me, you sit and watch Comedy Central and you write the jokes down. There is something to that, okay? You, like, if you want to do comedy, you can. No, see, that's the thing is it doesn't, it doesn't, I can't do it on command. It just happens. I mean, I don't think anybody does it on, I mean, like, if you have a stand-up routine, that's different than, like, what we do, which is more improv. I, don't, I wouldn't call this improv. I would just call this a real-life conversation. Between two people who use humor as a defense mechanism. <laughs> um, where? I don't know. I have to pick up my book because I threw it, but I'm too stubborn to do that. So, oh yeah. So, okay. Sam was going up the stairs and his shadow on the wall scared the orc and not some ominous demon hanging over his soul. Um, like I thought, um, which sounds a lot cooler, but fine, Tolkien whatever i write these things better than you that's okay oh and but what's really cute is like the orc runs off and sam is like yeah take that because he thinks he's really intimidating but he like doesn't realize that the orc saw his shadow and and ran away because of that so yeah so he comes to the top where the like last two orcs alive are and they're talking about how all of this fight started because they were fighting over the dwarf uh like armor that frodo was wearing and then they yeah, all started they, killing each other they don't know that it's mithril no i think they do i think they realize like the craftsmanship of it and that it's very valuable i, I don't I, maybe they don't realize exactly what it is but i think they know that it's very valuable and that's why they one of them wanted to take it and then they all just went off they 
through hands, as the kids say these days. They got violent. They got yeah. real violent. And again, Sam is so lucky that this happened because he wouldn't have ever found for like he would have died if Did they you, okay. the orcs just hadn't very conveniently had a fight that killed and they killed each other off for Sam. Yeah, but it's like because Frodo shows up with the thing. It's like this beautiful irony thing with the with the hobbits is that they're like so frequently accidentally excellent in combat because they are so lucky. And that is like a character trait of them. So much so that like in other fantasy worlds halfling characters are like inherently lucky like it's it's like a game mechanic like if you play dungeons and dragons as a halfling you can't roll a failure cool because you're lucky okay i wonder if that was like a it's definitely everything is from tolkien it's all from Tolkien. yeah (laughs) well i was wondering i was like did did tolkien invent this notion of like hobbit slash halfling uh i don't think that he originally or if this was like uh hobbits existed prior to him well, the Wikipedia page, the first sentence is, Halfling is another name for J.R.R. Tolkien's Hobbit. Um, Etymology. Another word for Halfling. The usage. Ah, uh, there we go. The usage of the word predates both the Hobbit and Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, that's all we get. All right. So, the more you know. Do, do, the more do, you do. know. Um, yeah. So, Sam is very lucky. The orcs all killed each other. And they continue to fight over... Um, uh, so the main one, Shagrat, which this is going to be a very specific reference. There are three characters in a certain story in the Bible, and their names are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And every time I yeah. read this orc's name, I think of that. Okay, just saying. They went into the cave with lions and had to trust that God would, would save them. Oh, is that what they did? I don't remember what they did, but I remember really liking it just because saying Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego just rolls off the tongue and i love it it does abendigo is a great word yeah anyway so shag rat is that his name i can't read my notes is that a spiral notebook it is i ordered it off of etsy and remember i posted like two on my instagram many moons ago and was like should i get the one that has the fun tolkien quote on it or should i get the one that's like existential I got the existential one. I don't even know what it was. Oh, look at that. It says, you are here. And then it's a big blob of the universe. Yeah. Oh, I can't oh. see because your dumb final destination pictures are up. Final fantasy. Fantasy. Anyway. Okay. Um. Yes, this is a notebook. A spiral notebook. It's not as... It's not what I wanted, but at the time, I thought I was going to fill my notebook up like immediately and i was like i'm gonna be stuck without a notebook to take notes on um but and i'm not gonna be able to like go out and buy one because quarantine and covid this was way prior to quarantine no this was like in march i was like starting to fill up my old notebook and i was like really bummed out about it because me being a white girl i was like oh this is gonna be great i'm gonna fill up my notebook i'm gonna get to go to tj maxx i'm gonna get to stand in the aisle where they have the messy pile of journals and i'm gonna go through every single one of them until i find the one that's just right for me and i'm gonna buy it and it's gonna be six dollars and it's gonna be a glorious day except for that didn't happen because covid and i understand there are way more worse things to happen because of covid but in that moment 
I was just very upset because I couldn't go to TJ Maxx and peruse the journal pile. And every person who has gone to TJ Maxx to get a journal knows exactly what I'm referring to. So I had to order one on Etsy and it's spiral. I do like that it's spiral though, because I can fold it over and it doesn't take up a whole bunch of space. Full book space. Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah. I'm with mm-hmm. you there. But it's got like a, it's a little floppy though. It's not as go, hardback. Do you go ruled or do you go no, dots it's or do you go grid? Oh, see, I'm a dot notebook kind of guy myself. Oh, you're one of those. Yeah. Uh, I have a spiral right here, but I, I like the more moleskin style with uh, uh, like cloth binding, a thin notebook, but I've been using a spiral recently uh, for exactly that reason you just gave, that, that you can fold it over. Uh, but I'm also like really picky about my pens. So if I don't have like a pen that I really like, I just won't take notes. Same, dude. Same. And I lost that pen in the move. So I used... <gasps> it still clicked. Actually, I had to dig up another pen, but it was a clicky one. Here's I'm some. Uh, so I've got... I've been actually using pencils recently, which is what? wild. Heathen. Have you ever written anything with a pencil before? Witchcraft. I know. You can erase it. It's got this pink part on the other end that erases stuff. Mm. You don't have to strike through. You can Devilry. Just... I think I would still strike through. I don't think I would erase something. That seems like it would break the paper. I remember, I distinctly remember in like eighth grade, one of our teachers at the end of the year told us, she's like, next year, you're going to have to write in pen. Like, your teachers in high school are going to want your essays and your tests and everything. I mean, not your math classes, but like your English teachers, they're going to want your stuff in pen. And I was horrified because I was like, I make a lot of mistakes. What the heck am I going to do? Scratch it out. And now I'm at a point in my life where I can't ever imagine writing with a pencil again. It is It is baffling. The problem is that it gets dull. That's the worst yeah. part. Yeah. That's why you get them mechanical pencils. Oh, God. Disgusting. Giving you guys that nice... That ASMR tingle. That's the, L- the... I almost said LED, which is how you spell lead, but... Or LED. You know what? We're L-A-D. not going to do a special... We're not going to do a spelling lesson. It's fine. So, Sam... <laughs> finds the orcs and the last two are fighting and one of them keeps like throat carrying around this big bundle and i was like obviously the bundle is sam like it references many times like he carried up his precious bundle and he keeps calling attention to this like black this bundle that's like wrapped in cloth and i was like obviously he's carrying around frodo like, is that not obvious to Sam? The, like, yeah, what's no, that's going what on? I would have thought as well, yeah. And at one point, he runs off with the bundle, and Sam decides to go back and, like, check something else first before he goes after that orc. And he says, he's like, wrong again, I expect, as he starts. And I was like, yeah, Sam, probably. Given your track record, you probably are wrong. Um, We will see in a moment that twas I... That twas wrong. Twas twas wrong. <laughs> um, are you literally writing and erasing stuff right now? <laughs> I'm actually so frustrated because I wrote like my name and then I did like a y- I would add a T and then a Y and then the Y didn't turn out how I wanted it, so I tried to erase it and now you can still see it and I want to burn my house to the ground. Not actually, <laughs> but <laughs> were you the kind of kid that like ripped a hole in your paper because you were erasing it in elementary school? 
Okay, the racer was a <laughs> biggest, little tough. Okay, biggest eye roll, <laughs> biggest eye roll I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the listeners could probably hear your eye roll. Uh, uh, it was the paper's fault. It wasn't. It see, was I can fault. tell this because your camera is shaking a bit from your <laughs> you erasing. Oh, there it is. You're right. <laughs> Um, no, it's fine. Keep erasing to your heart's content. Who am I no, to tell no, you to no. stop? <laughs> you are the host of this podcast. I was like, what is he looking at? And I was like, he's erasing stuff. Sam starts looking in like the last parts of this tower and he's not finding Frodo anywhere. And so he sits down and he does what any of us would do. He sings. I love Sam's little song. Here. <laughs> he's exactly like a musical theater character who's like, I'm having a hard time right now, so I'm going to sit down and sing this little song about how hard of a time I'm having. I'm going to sing this little, little ditty. Yeah. And one of the orcs comes back because he thinks he he thinks that Sam's voice is Frodo. And Sam hides, and the orc comes back and pull, pulls out a ladder, and Sam sees that there's like a trap door. And so the orc goes up the ladder... And Sam, like, goes and ambushes him and kills him. And who is there but Frodo naked? (laughs) Tolkien always adds that in, and it makes me uncomfortable. Because of all the people I don't want to picture naked, it's Gandalf and Frodo. And those are the people that he has specifically mentioned as being naked. Multiple times. I mean, enough. (laughs) (laughs) once was enough yeah no but um yeah so frodo is in this like little crawl space and obviously all of his like because they took his armor and everything he's been stripped of everything that he had with him and i was like that sounds like a a, like dwarves like drunken night out like oh man blacked out woke up naked in mordor (laughs) don't know what happened And that's, yeah, that's what Frodo, he's like, what, what happened? And Sam's like, oh, there's not enough time to talk about what happened. <clears throat> Meanwhile, he's like, um, I'm the one that caused you to be in this situation. Sorry about that, bro. I thought you were dead and I left you for dead. And then the orcs kidnapped you, but it turns out you're not dead. Um, yeah, so they reunite. Frodo's alive. Sam's alive. They have the ring with them. All the orcs are dead. I think even Sam at one point mentions, he's like, yeah, it's really lucky that like they just killed each other for me and I didn't have to do any of that. So Yeah. Uh, And Sam goes off and finds stuff for them to wear and it's orc stuff. And they're like, yeah, this is perfect because we'll blend in. Yeah. it, It just makes me laugh so much. This image of two hobbits being like, yeah, we're wearing orc stuff. We're going to, bl- no one's going to know it's us, two hobbits who are definitely not the size of orcs. I mean, like, some orcs are that small. Are they? I yeah. don't believe that. Like, the goblin-y orcs would be that small. I don't believe that. Ew, I had something in my mouth. It's fine. I thought um, you just pulled a retainer out and I was like, what year is it? <laughs> I do have a I do have a mouth guard though. It's for my TMJ. It costs two hundred fifty dollars and it doesn't do anything. I have a TMJ, and you know what TMJ is? Not a problem. What? Yeah, it's just your jaw pops. You're fine. It's not fine. It hurts <laughs> a lot. I get tension headaches. Well, if it hurts, then it hurts. My jaw pops, and it's fine. Listen. Oh, that's loud. Mine is yeah, like, like 
if I'm eating like a burger with my family, I'll go to get a big bite and my jaw will pop and my mom will go, ugh, do you have to do that? And I'm like, I'm just I kind try- of, yeah. Uh, I'm just tr- <laughs> I'm just trying to eat. Thanks. Just trying to live my life. Yeah. So the Hobbs disguise themselves as orcs and it's very cute because the orc clothes are just too big and so it's gotta look like a child like wearing grown-up clothes like a five-year-old it it looks like a a sack of cats in a trench coat (laughs) trying to buy tickets to the movie exactly exactly (laughs) the the image in my head they 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 go off and as they're leaving the tower to i assume go to mount doom they hear a screech of a black rider, which would be a lot more ominous if that's not how Tolkien has ended 20 other chapters. <laughs> Is that how this ended? Are we at the end? Oh, my God. We talked you just, for... You just zoomed through it. Well, yeah, because we were 40 minutes in and had barely talked about it. <laughs> I really liked this I chapter. I love how Sam now, finally Tyler. gets his, his, I love how Sam finally gets his time to shine. And we really get some like Sam is the hero moments because when it comes down to it, it's the Lord of Sam, you know, that's Frodo and uh, it's Frodo's story. But Sam is the real hero. Like it's like like when it comes to Potter, I'm like when it comes to Potter, I'm like, I really couldn't care less about any of the characters that are not Harry. They are all support characters. And like, yeah, I like them or whatever. But like, it's about Harry when it comes to Lord of the Rings. It's like, I love Aragorn. I love Sam. I love Merry and Pippin. I honestly am least interested in Frodo, despite the fact that I also love Frodo. Uh, I love all the characters. They're all so good. This, as I have come to realize in the previous chapter slash last week's episode, um, that will come out tomorrow as we're, isn't that like wild podcasting time? I feel like so last week's eggs. episode, which is coming out tomorrow for us. We've, as we're, we've only ever been ahead like once and it was very weird. And this like exact conversation was why we were like, we're just not going to get ahead anymore. Oh, and- the the worst is when I get like two or three weeks ahead, which is probably going to happen with this because I'm probably going to end up splitting this into two parts. And yeah. it gets really weird for me because I'll have to like, le- like podcasting Mary Clay will sometimes be two or three chapters behind present mary clay and right so So when people respond you're like i don't know what you're talking about exactly and the other thing that i've gone to that i've done to complicate things is i've started doing this thing where i ask a question each week but because the way the recording lines up it's not like oh this week i'm gonna read answers out from the question that was asked in last week's episode it's the question that was two weeks ago because at the time that we're recording this I haven't yet asked the question to the listeners. The listeners haven't yet heard the question that I would be sharing answers to in this episode. So I asked, so I have to like go back two weeks in time while also to look for those answers while also being like, okay, what was the question for this week's episode that I need to post to different social medias? And then meanwhile, I'm always like, oh, I'm terribly behind in booking a guest. I need to book my guess for four chapters ahead and then that gets confusing so yeah time none of it matters there's a lot that goes into (laughs) podcasting it's not just sitting down talking about a movie or a book or a book especially not this episode (laughs) i say that lovingly hey when you when you book tyler for your show (laughs) 
you get tangents. That's like my whole thing. Like if oh, there I was never like guessed. a never if there was that. like a how it, what would so there's an underlying theme to bacon and eggs that Tyler has severe ADHD. Will we say severe? Probably not. I'm high functioning, pretty mild. But the idea is that like if I don't talk about that and I don't make that like part of the personality of the show, like if I don't identify with that and I just make a thing that I like that is all over the place, that to me is more successful than marketing it to people who will like it because of what holds me back. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I had to think about it for a sec, but I gotcha. Yeah. Did I, have I have I told y'all that um, I think I found out from a TikTok that I have ADHD? I don't see. That's <laughs> the thing about TikToks is it was like, no, but it was like a licensed it was like a licensed professional and they did a thing where they were like, if you've experienced blank, 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 like all these different things. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Oh, that's me. That's me. Bella. And I thought they were going to be like, you're a Slytherin. And then it was right. like, <laughs> and then it was like, you might have ADHD and you might also be a woman. And I was like, what? That's a like, me. I was like, don't. Don't don't expose me like this. I didn't. Right? I just, how dare you? I just came out here to have a good time, and I'm feeling so attacked right now. <laughs> um, uh, you know who's also feeling attacked? Frodo and Sam, as they except they win. They won. They well, won I mean, this not battle. yet. Spoiler alert: They might not win, Tyler. Who we haven't gotten there. They might die. I don't know yet. Do you know? Tell me the truth. Do you know? No, I really don't. My running theory is that it's good and like I kind of joke about it but it's it's true this is the image I have in my head is that it's gonna be like holes I'm tired of this grandpa that's too damn bad where Stanley carries zero up the mountain because his family was cursed by Madame Zeroni except it's gonna be uh Sam carrying Frodo up Mount Doom because Frodo has been like encompassed by the the rings evil or something and sam is gonna have to carry frodo up the mountain and that's my running theory and then aragorn and arwen get married at some point and then there's six there's and then after that there's still six more chapters of the book ending oh man you just wait until you see return of the king on film when you watch the extended edition and the and the story ends and there's another hour and a (laughs) half i've heard i've heard uh (laughs) i can't remember uh yeah what yeah it was yeah some of my guests were like yeah you know how a movie they'll it'll be like nice quiet music it'll fade to black and you're like oh okay that's the ending yeah return of the king does that like seven times yeah it does (laughs) and i was like great perfect which like makes sense because as i've been making fun of since i started return of the king that like just judging from the chapter tiles they destroy the ring one third of the way into the final book and then there's still a hundred pages left. <laughs> and like, even there's even one chapter that's like the parting of the ways. I think that's a Harry Potter chapter, but it's something like that, where that is a Harry Potter chapter. It's the, it's, it's how Half-Blood Prince ends because that, no, it's how, it's how, uh, Order of the Phoenix ends because the minister is like, he's not back. He's not back. He's back. Anyway. Um, no, that's a lie. Okay, now I need to look this up. (laughs) The Parting of the Ways, Harry Potter. Anyway, but there, while I'm looking this up. Oh, it's in, I was totally off. It's the Goblet of Fire. 
That's, That's what how I was Goblet thinking. of Fire ends. Because you were you did a you did a uh, oh my god whatever minister was there then Fudge Cornelius you did a fudge, fudge voice yeah he's not back. Rufus Scrimgeour would have been more like he's not back. That would have been like Michael Caine as <laughs> Rufus Scrimgeour. I remember watching the trailer for Deadly Hollows times five thousand times. Yeah, when the when that trailer came out, being these. These are dark times, there's no denying. These are dark times, there is no denying. <laughs> I love Bill Nye, he's so good. Um, uh, okay, yeah, anyway, but yeah, there's a chapter in Return of the King that's like, many farewells, and then there's still five more chapters after that, so... There's a lot of loose ends to tie up. There's okay? a lot of loose ends, that's for sure. Like um, we're we're learning this narrative of all of these different characters, but only one of them has like a final goal. And Tolkien is like the opposite of what a lot like a lot of TV creators or movie writers or whatever, they usually do leave a couple loose ends and you're like, oh my god, this is driving me crazy, blah, blah, blah. I wish they had, like, addressed this somehow. But Tolkien is the opposite, where he's like, I cannot leave a single loose end because it is going to drive these people insane for years to come. And then it's probably going to be like, no, I really didn't need to know whether or not Sam ended up growing sunflowers in his garden. I could have I could have been fine without that chapter. I guess you just have to wait and see. <laughs> gonna make for excellent podcasting i can tell you that yep um okay tyler that brings us to the end of the chapter and the end of the episode what would you like to plug i would like to plug uh i okay so i've plugged a lot of things but dead dead butt um i am raising money for saint jude's children hospital and i'm running on behalf of saint jude's children hospital in the january something i don't know uh walt disney world half marathon and i need to raise like a lot more money and like these kids really need it i don't know if you know this but like kids who are sick need help now more than ever so if you'd like to donate to that campaign uh there there is a link in the description of this episode probably maybe yes if you send me the link yeah if, i can do if that. you send me um, the link within the next seven days i can do die that in seven days uh, so yeah, my wife and I are running, uh, on behalf of St. Jude's Children Hospital and I'm super excited for it. And, um, yeah, we would like to raise money for children in, in need. I can't believe Disney's like planning a run. Me neither. What? But we paid for it. So we're <laughs> going. <laughs> I can't, I mean, like, I hope, I mean, I mean, all that to say, like, I hope it happens. Right. Like that's, that's, so the way I'm looking at it right now is like, I'll be really upset if the trip falls through, but the trip is like our trip outside of the run is completely paid for and disney's like super good about stuff so for whatever reason it like they close the parks or anything again i'm certain that they will be cool about it and we'll be able to go to different time um but the run worst case scenario is if we raise you know we, are, we set a goal of raising five thousand dollars worst case scenario is if we raise five thousand dollars for saint jude's and don't get to run the half marathon that we sounds... still donated five thousand dollars to charity i mean honestly that sounds like a win-win to me <laughs> right Why that sounds like a best ra- case scenario just, just raise the money and don't run <laughs> because i really want to um, i want to know that i can no that's awesome yeah that's awesome um yeah if tyler listeners this will be your way of knowing whether or not tyler sent me the link <laughs> is know. if it's in the description of this episode um uh. and then do you have anything um 
that you want to recommend that you've been enjoying a movie, book, TV, etc.? Um, I really, I mean, just like any movie or book or TV. So usually yeah. the the in pre-corona times, it was like recommend something that you think fans of Lord of the Rings would also enjoy that like ah. you enjoy but in corona times i'm like literally just share anything that you're enjoying <laughs> and that brings uh, you joy <laughs> as of this conversation the trailer for the kissing booth 2 will be out in like less than 24 hours and oh, i'm I think super it's out now. excited no the, there was like a 15 second spot right i if there's a full trailer i haven't seen it but i've been following beth no i think i think beth posted it because today is like international kissing day so i thought like that was the point Pucker up the official trailer for The Kissing Booth 2 is here 11 hours ago. Wow. Uh, well, I will watch that as soon as this is over. But uh, I loved those movies. I, uh, the first one, anyway, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Final Fantasy X is a great game. So 7 and 8 and 13. I haven't played any others, but I really liked all of those. Uh, let's see. I just picked up Supermarket by the... the the like pop artist logic it's like a non it's no it is like a fiction book i haven't opened it yet but i would recommend it i'm doing the 75 hard challenge from tiktok uh well it's not from tiktok 75 hard it's 75 days of two 45 minute workouts each day uh a gallon of water 10 pages of uh they say entrepreneurial book but my my to me reading fiction is entrepreneurial like i am a creative person so i it counts uh and then sticking to a diet wait, for wait. the entire time. And I'm, no alcohol. I'm, ba- I'm backtracking. When you say a gallon of water, is that every day? Every day, yeah. So this is a half gallon right here. And this is my second one today. And it's as you can see, it's empty. There's just a little bit right there. <laughs> that was the most disgusting noise. Do you remember when we like started recording and I was like, I have to go pee? I, I did. I've never had... To, I don't drink that much water in a month. I don't either. Uh, so I, I mean, the basic rule with water is you're supposed to drink it when you're thirsty. Like that is that is like your body will tell you when you need it, straight up. Um, but I have done like gallon challenges before, where I've done a gallon a day for like 30 days or whatever. And I don't know. I think I think it is a fun way to challenge yourself. To me, it's much more about like, can I do it? Than it is like I need to be hydrated. Um, so this is I, why I don't do challenges because. Mm-hmm. If it comes down to can't like, oh, it's not about like me being hydrated. It's about me like, oh, can I do it? My answer is no, I I know I can't and that I will give up after not even give up that I will forget after day two. So that's that's where I mean, I'm on day literally day one right now. So oh, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to speak as like somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this for, for 50 I thought days. you that's what. Okay. I thought you've been doing this for a while. So I was like amazed when you're like yeah you're supposed to you do you lift 500 pounds for two hours no, and you drink no, five no. gallons of water and you read a novella every day and then so, you run 20 miles i was like wow ta- this is amazing like so the reason i wanted to do this challenge over other ones is that it doesn't have a lot of those strict rules like i know i can do a gallon of water a day so that's that's whatever but like the guideline is two 45 minute workouts a day which is a lot that's an hour and a half working out every day but there is no like it needs to be a high intensity crossfit workout uh where you burn a minimum 500 calories or whatever it is like literally you can take your dog for a long walk in the morning and do yoga in the afternoon you can do whatever you want and that's that's what i really like about it is that it's not as like yeah i gotcha it's more yeah it's more open-ended 
Yeah. But my wife is calling me, which means we need to be done. Okay. We will be done. Uh, My recommendation, and Tyler, um, you are going to make sure that Olivia watches this in, I don't know, eight years, nine years. The new Netflix series of The Babysitter's Club is absolutely A-plus phenomenal. Just 5,000 out of 10 would recommend you should watch it. Even if you like don't have the nostalgia of the baby, because I don't really have the nostalgia of the Babysitter's Club because I was too young. Like I never read those books. I thought those were the boxcar children. I did read the boxcar children. Loved those kids. Anyway, yeah, the Netflix series is amazing. Just it's great. I watched it all. It's amazing. That's what I'm talking about as a proud member of WBNE. You can learn more about the network by going to WBNE.org, where you can also find other shows on the network, such as Tyler's other podcast, Bacon and Eggs. Howdy, Yokes. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Hill, And we host Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast. It's the most roll-your-eyes-I've-seen-it-before concept for a show. But with new hosts, I promise. Each week, we sit down together and watch a beloved movie. We start by looking at some critical and concrete points and let our conversation flow from there. We've covered all sorts of movies, from Jaws to Little Women. From the Lego Movie to the Lego Movie 2. From Marvel to Star Wars. From Back to the Future to Back to the Future Part 2. And tangents from our frustrations with fast food. To discussing our fear of the Mighty Loon. So if you want a podcast that makes you laugh, download Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast. With new episodes available every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts, and now on WBNE.org. Ghostbusters 2! I, I, my my hope and dream was that you would say that. The cover is by Graphite, aka Vaishan Brandon. You can support him on Instagram at graphite.vmb. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at TolkienAboutPod, as well as join the community Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter at MCWhatsApp and Instagram at MCTurnDownForWhat. You can support the podcast on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash TolkienAboutPod. This week's sponsor is Dana. Dana, thank you so much for being a sponsor and supporter of the podcast. I appreciate your support very, very much. Thank you. And now back to Pass Mary Clay for the discussion question. Discussion question. So a couple weeks ago, the discussion question was, oh, it was when I, it was Pride Month when I was recording it, but it was no longer Pride Month when I asked it. So it made sense at the time, but whatever. Okay. The question was, what are some of your, uh, what is a favorite LGBT plus character or relationship uh, Jack Starling on Twitter said Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Amen. I second that. Jason on Facebook said David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek. I didn't watch far enough to get to see that relationship, but I know what you're referring to. And then Trevor on Facebook says Ellie from The Last of Us. So these I are said all. Sunshine from Remember the Titans. Well, I'm not going to share your answer because you're here on the podcast and I knew you Fine. would probably I'll, say it I'll anyway. I'll share my answer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also really like uh, anything to do with Loop from the Adventure Zone. She's she's great. Uh, Kravitz and Taco is great in the Adventure Zone. Everything Adventure Zone is good. Lots of good gay relationships there. Awesome. That's Tyler's other recommendation then, the Adventure Zone. Yes. Oh, if you like Tolkien, <laughs> oh, you'll love it. Maybe that's not my the the show i'm supposed to plug for this episode is late to the party so maybe this isn't the episode to, be, to recommend the adventure <laughs> if you zone. already if you already like the adventures and you'll love late, late to, to the, the party. party yeah um and then this week's discussion question is much like sam saying to try and find Sa- actually he didn't really even try 
At first, I thought it was like an Elsa and Frozen thing where he was singing in an attempt to find Frodo. He was just singing. Like, I thought it was a... Exactly. Exactly. I thought it was going to be a call and response thing. It wasn't. Anyway, if you were lost in Mordor, what song would someone sing in order to, like, find you? What would be the song that, like, grabbed your attention that you tried to sing along to? All that being said, Tyler, do you have any parting words for the audience? Uh, Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. And that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) 